Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. Meryl! Hi! God! Wow! It's so good to see you. It's so good to see you, I too. I am fucking excited about today's episode me too i'll tell you this is one of my favorite people on yeah. the planet he's so funny he's super kind and approachable yeah and i think you're really gonna love him mm-hmm. i can't wait for you to meet him i've met him because i've had him on a couple comedy shows mm-hmm. he's got a show i mean he's had a show on true tv called uh world's dumbest i mean he was part of that he also has a special called rescue cactus yes that's out that you guys can go out and check out um, and he has a podcast called Do You Need a Ride with Karen Kilograph? Which is a huge podcast. Mm-hmm. So we were so blessed to be able to meet up and hang out and sit in Chris's house in LA, which, you know, I hate LA, but like for Chris, come on. Yeah. Oh, come on. He's killing it. Um, he's such a great guy. Let's just not fuck around no. and get right into the sleeping bag with Chris Fairbanks. <laughs> Terrific. Do we need light or anything? Do you want light? I don't care for I light. I don't care. No. I don't if care for light If we turn ever. the light, then everyone will be able to see my chin hairs. Jesus. Yeah, I haven't... Uh, well, thank God I'm wearing earphones. <laughs> don't get me started on my ear hairs. Really? Hey, once you start, it goes wild. Yeah, it you goes can't wild. stop. You can never start it. Yeah. Leave them. Just leave the little ones that are there. That's the one thing. Is it's, that what... I'm so... Americans together, the whole world together just decided to grow out their pubes and <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna miss quarantine <laughs> we felt so free to be ourselves is that what you did you just let yourself go completely oh yeah just oh, like yeah. boom done yeah and there was no one around to judge my yeah it was the best just, i don't want to think about the drains like next month which is everyone's pubes getting my sister and nieces had to come i had to call a plumber because the, no. the drain was all stopped up <laughs> with mostly my head hair but <laughs> yeah you grew your hair out long yeah. Yeah. You look like Sideshow Bob. It's just enough of it falls out that it damaged these 1920s pipes. <laughs> and I couldn't, yeah, it was bad. I, he had to come with a root, and he said, it's just hair. It's just your head hair. Is that real? He's like, how are you not bald? I'm like, I don't know. It's falling out. <laughs> Who knows? Cause there is a hairless movement now, I think, with like the vaxxed and waxed as well. Like the mm. two kind of go together. God, I'm so glad to not be a part of it. Yep. No relationships for me. I'm just golfing and skateboarding. <laughs> really? I've never felt more free in my life. Really? I have no one's uh no one no one's No one putting uh, their shit on you? Yeah, and I'm not responsible for anyone's feelings. Ooh. It feels great. It feels great. Were you in a relationship Do for a I long s- time? Uh, no, I just, this is the longest I've been, you know, like no sex for like a year and a half. That's pretty, I'm really proud of myself. Yeah. I used to put a lot of emphasis on just getting it. Yeah. Now I don't, now I'm like, I don't care. How old are you, Chris? 46. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's terrible. Did something switch in you? These are the last seconds of my (laughs) decent boner years. (laughs) And I'm just like, I'm going to just skateboard through it <laughs> until I'm Did just, something uh, change in you, though? Honestly, this is a real question from a 45-year-old to a, a 46-year-old, mm-hmm. okay? Did something switch where you're like, ah, I just don't care. I just don't care. Because I had to not care. We were all mm. locked in our places. and So you just trained your brain to be like, I don't need it. I don't yeah, care. yeah. And there now was, you're like not really wanting to come a, back? I went on a couple dates where... You know, we'd get tested and make sure we were both okay. Just like a two-week process to meet someone for the first time and figure out after five minutes that they 
I just wasted two yeah, weeks. Yeah, getting yeah, ready for yeah, this. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I just wow, that's kind of weird. Yeah, I well, I don't think I do that either. I just have like, I almost have like just like lost my interest in some ways. I'm just like I got things going on. I just doing yeah. things. Like, I also eh. saw how much I was accomplishing, and <laughs> and if you're golfing four or five times a week, if you have a significant other, they're definitely going to have opinions about that. Yeah. yeah. And then early morning, I'm waking up at six to go skateboarding. Like waking up super early for the worst reason ever. Like you uh, skateboarding than golfing. Oh uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, there is no voice telling me not to do that. And that yeah. feels good, right? Yeah, it's been great. I know, but it's starting. I'm starting to be a weirdo. It's like okay, I also need human interaction and intimacy and all that. So I gotta, I'll snap out of it soon and ruin golfing. <laughs> I was gonna say if one of them has to go, it's yeah. gonna have to be golfing. Yeah. I think. Yeah, have yeah, because that takes a lot of time. You can skateboard just down the block, but golfing, you got to get there. You got to get yeah. yeah, yeah. time. You got to yeah. pay. It's a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you yeah. dated women comedians in the past? I try not to. My yeah. dad always said, "Don't stick your dick in the cash register." You know, <laughs> I think that's what he said. Don't slam. I don't know. Com- don't stick your dick in the inkwell. Oh, in the company. Don't slam your dick covered in ink in a cash <laughs> register. It's embarrassing and painful. That was the whole. That I was think the whole warning. Regardless, of I was the, a kid too. Yeah, regardless of the reference or analogy, I think that's good advice. Either way, it is. Yeah. I realized well, recently yeah. I was probably eleven years old and I had a eatin' ain't cheatin' shirt. Eatin' ain't cheatin'. Yeah. Oh I my think gosh. My, my, eleven. My parents maybe thought it was about uh, you know calorie intake and just <laughs> making sure. Uh, oh. You know, eating is not cheating. I just don't overeat is what I think <laughs> they thought the thrust of the shirt was when in fact it meant. Yeah. Yeah. You, we know what it means. Do we? Do we? Meryl, do you so. know what it means? Have you heard like the eating vagina? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Why, yeah. Why is it going to be I don't know why quiet? I say it like, like that. I'm whispering uh, it. Why? Yeah, like you're being yeah. racist. Vagina. Yeah. yeah. Vagina. How dare you? you? Do you know where I'm from? <laughs> I'm <laughs> from a vagina. <laughs> Speaking of eating, uh-huh. I saw your show recently uh-huh. at Bo's show. It was so wonderful. One of my favorites ever that I, I saw hysterical. And you had a, I won't tell your whole bit or anything like that, but you have made me see fajitas in a total different light. And that is oh, it's truly one of the funniest things I've heard. You have to watch his comedy to understand. But um, just the your your take on it and just the presentation of like fajitas being such a crazy item they, really like got to me like that. I will never look at now someone bringing a fajita. I'm just way. saying, let them sizzle loudly for a while in the kitchen before you bring them out and embarrass <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, in front of the whole restaurant, everyone's yeah. wrenching their neck to see who got the loud ass fajitas. It puts you in an awkward position. It is so true. And also, you t- you talked about um, like being embarrassed of, of eating it with other people, and I never really thought about that. And I go to restaurants all the time, and then suddenly after your show, I'm like, this is weird. People are watching me, and now this is weird to watch like people come over and ask me as I'm shoveling stuff in my mouth, like yeah. how it's going. That is weird. It's it. I maybe I'm like a grumpy old man, but no. Even when I was a kid, if you're eating and someone's like, "What'd you get? Is it good?" and you're <laughs> a biting into it, it's like, get the hell out of my face. <laughs> my whole family, when you sit down to eat, you no one talks. We talked about our day or whatever, but not while we're eating. Right. Keep your mouth. It's it, it's better, man. Who eats with their mouth, mouth full? Parents who know their kids well. It's <laughs> disgusting. We just quietly eat with your arms around your plate as if someone's going to come and steal your food. There wasn't a lot of food in my house growing up. So when we had it in front of us, we, you, you, you guarded it. How many siblings do you have? And we ate fast. 
four or five minutes at dinner. Jeez. No. Uh, just one, sister. Just one? Yeah. <laughs> you made it sound like there was a, the like Walton family fighting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you would there's think, only one grain of rice. Just, yeah, my, my parents weren't that passionate about food preparation. Mm. And so when it was there, we're like, oh, yeah, that's... I didn't realize this was wrong, but growing up, uh, it felt like my family ate and then drank. So it was like, there'd be a glass of water or milk, right? Always milk. And you you would eat your whole meal and then you would like wash it down with them. You wouldn't drink in between bites. And then I got older and I was like, oh, it's really healthy to do it that way. Not the way that I was raised on. Yeah. Right. Aren't you supposed to not drink while you're eating? No, you're supposed to. to. No, I've heard you're supposed to compartmentalize. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, you're supposed to like not have any liquids well then i guess but i, I was feel like your family right away. i love your family but i feel like they weren't doing it for health reasons <laughs> 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 like if they were drinking diet coke or like cranberry or whatever or like yeah. cranberry vodka it's like we're not drinking this after for health we're, that's for, yeah. so then how come you didn't you just didn't have a lot of food because your parents didn't prepare stuff you said or it wasn't there, yeah. it was a financial thing i don't know i should take it up with uh, just not a lot of excitement about making food for everyone you mm. kind of fended for yourself so there was a lot of Frozen foods that I would just. Oh, like I, think we grew up eating. Eating. I think we were just eating. that age where it's like you fend for yourself. Did yeah. you, both your parents work? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's like you get home and you have like pizza rolls or one, yeah. some bullshit, right? The or worst uh, lunchable. Food. Yeah, all I this grew stuff. Up eating the yeah. gnarliest. We did. But we grew up at the coolest time as far as like cartoons and activities and like yeah. everything was like extreme. Yes. Do you like skateboarding? Well, you're going to love these new Cheetos. Like yeah. Gushers. It yeah. was, it was yep. such a vivid memory is just right that moment that couple hours between school and my parents coming mm-hmm. home you're eating a frozen burrito duck tails is on yeah and uh yes. and yeah you're just kind of it's your own apartment your house is, and then parents come home and there's the mash theme song and you kind of get bummed <laughs> out and it's like Fuck, i gotta go do homework now but that hours from uh 3 30 to 5 30 yeah. that was like that was my time and Gosh. it was a bur- frozen burrito party baby my mom always had baked goods. She had a lot of baked goods. It was like she just knew how to lure us back. She, we were never leaving. She's like, fresh baked cookies right out of the oven. <laughs> you know, oh, see, like, yeah. How, how did you do that? You're not even here. You're at work, and that somehow they're coming out of the oven right now. If yeah. yeah, if there was cookies or anything prepared or some kind of casserole, mm-hmm. my sister and I knew it was probably for my mom's office group or her sorority uh, group uh, or something like that. Oh, that's prepared food it's probably oh, not it's not, not for, for us. us yeah i thought you're gonna say it's because your parents were gonna tell you that they're getting divorced or something like <laughs> oh yeah like one time you had a casserole or yeah no like. that was just uh that was just a midday uh delivery of information there was no really meal so they're around. divorced oh hell yeah my dad's been married a few times yeah how many how many is a few and i only asked this because we were talking about if you get married twice you're pretty safe like people get married doesn't work out you get yeah. married again they go Actually, maybe marriage isn't for me. Yeah, but I'm when glad. You third and fourth yeah. times. Well, he finally nailed it this third time. Mm. She's she's great, and they really like each other. Oh, cool. Get along. So, yeah. It's Have you been married? No, no. Oh. God, no. Oh, yeah. Come on. <laughs> Ruin. I wouldn't be a comic right yeah, now, probably. That's, that's probably yeah. true, huh? I'd be writing on some show or... Uh, doing graphic design for a living actually sounds like a nice life. I, I guess I should have yeah, I could have had kids. Yeah, because you now. are you are an artist. I've, I I watch your stuff and it always surprises me when you're you're so talented in one field and then I'm like oh fuck he's also a designer. Yeah, because you skateboard and then you do a lot of like when we first uh, had you down in San Diego for the character convention. 
you were like, oh yeah, I draw. And I'm like, what? Yeah, it was fun. That was that was fun. That audience, as an artist, it was so fun to do stand-up for a bunch of illustrators because the, the more visual jokes, they mm. were willing to go on board with things that I just assume audiences are willing to go with me and imagine in their own heads. I, and usually they don't work as well. So the most obscure, weird... Without acting it out, that crowd got it. I think that's because, you know, and I, those when I first met those people, it was like, oh, my people. Mm. Because they all have those, uh, what I call a cartoon brain, where you yeah. don't really have to de- describe much or show much. It's like everyone's already there. Yeah. In their mind, the camera's already panning over to the the weird subject in the corner who's being awkward. And they, yeah. they, they kind of finish that story with you. And uh, you're definitely that guy. You're definitely got a cartoon brain. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I like. Yeah, I even have jokes that are things that would happen in a cartoon. That <laughs> like the flag coming out of my penis that yeah. says jizz <laughs> on it. Stuff like that, or like, yeah. just reminds me of like someone walking off a cliff, and in that moment they're suspended and pull out a sign that says, "Whoops, this isn't a parachute" or something. Yeah. Uh, you know that kind yeah, of like yeah. wily e. coyote stuff. Yeah. I just grew up uh, loving that, and I do want to go. But I don't mean God. No, I've never been married. I'm against <laughs> it. I would love to be married. I'd love to have kids, but just never. I was never even close to. But it would affect your your career. Sure, I mean, and, it'd be hard to be on the road and do that. Yes, but I worry about that because now I'm so used to being able to go and do stand up whenever yeah. I want. But I'm not on the road that much. I could make it work. I would, yeah, I was seeing someone in Phoenix right at the beginning of quarantine. I was like looking at rings and stuff. Really, like, I've, really? I've what, been what, what made it end? She just disappeared. You know, I don't know. <sighs> really? Yeah, she just changed her mind. Who knows? She you, didn't even you, talk to you. You, I could badger her until I got a good reason, but do I really need to hear it? No, because you know? the, the the answer yeah. is already in the yeah, action. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah. The answer's in that action. So yeah. I was like, well, damn, that was a surprise. Well, yeah. time to be alone in this apartment with these plants. Look, that it's one's a beautiful dying. Apartment. That was a beautiful plant for a while, and now it's just decided... See, that's a good symbolically. That's kind of what she did. That thing was flourishing for a couple of years, and then one day it just got dry, and I needed to stick a broomstick in there to hold it up and now it's just brown and wrinkly she's anyway that's kind of what happened with her <laughs> uh, she's in phoenix so she's wilting already yeah, yeah. It's the yeah. sun yeah. really i can't blame her for wilting up but yeah. no she's beautiful and 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 uh yeah i'm sure she's doing great and probably married to a very wonderful man like a, another who, golfer. who's also who's yeah. also yeah. a comedian yeah yeah skateboards yeah. And yeah, yeah 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 oh that's so. what would drive me nuts <laughs> if it's a doctor it probably is but yeah yeah I'm, I'm sure that i'd be like oh okay that's what she wanted but yeah, so are you going to come through her town again and try to get billboards right in front of her house and be like, <laughs> you're right. That is the kind of thing. Yeah. Just like I'm in town, but not, I wouldn't reach out and be like, Hey, right. remember me? Right. Or, yeah. You didn't like me. And I'm still <laughs> wondering why. What a, that's, you would take a billboard like her, your name, like whatever the yeah. girl's name is like in town or yeah. your town. Yeah. Either I make these billboards or I get arrested on her front lawn. Which will it be? I'll pay for the printing. I'll, I'll get the billboards made. Yeah. I'm not going to go hold uh. the, but I, it's so hard to find a boombox to hold over your head oh, these days. I know. Yeah. You could bring... Uh, you just hold up an yeah. iPod shuffle. Yeah. I just hold... Yeah, I bring this thing, this reel-to-reel of my dad's radio and play that. <laughs> Do you have an outlet? I was thought my dad's soothing voice from the 60s. And a 100-foot extension cord? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She shut the window. Well, it looks like... Can I say hi to your dog? God, I miss that dog. Really? Oh, yeah. What kind was it? A blind dog. <gasps> she found this dog that was born without eyeballs, so it didn't know it was blind. Oh. So you bring it to a dog park, and it's like, 
just getting in other dogs' faces, not knowing that they were three times its size. So these other dogs would look at the blind dog, and then they're like, what the hell? Look at the balls on this dog. And then they'd smell the dog's face. And I swear, dogs could tell there was no eyeballs under Mm -hmm. those eyelids because it was just a wall of pink flat. Like, it was just really amazing that the dog... So the dog never could see, so didn't know she was blind, you know? So it was really... You bring the dog into a room and she just kind of uh, appraise the ground floor model and just go to every corner, find out where the couch was, and then just start running around and showing off that she memorized the room. Oh it was gosh. really cool. That's yeah. awesome. As that ma- dog was so amazing. Yeah, I was, I was really into that dog. As Damn. much as I'm mad at this girl, I have to say that bless her heart for getting oh, the blind dog. I oh, kind of love all, that. Yeah. Dude, I mean, dude, even when... I felt so selfish. She's like, it was like, stay indoors. It was like when they first, she was visiting here. And she's like, well, let's go donate food and go to some soup kitchen. I found one. We got to volunteer. And I'm like, ah, and we showed up and they had no masks. Like it was before everyone was wearing masks. And she's a nurse and she's like, they should be wearing masks. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to get sick. And she's like, well... I'm a nurse. I know. I I take the, the that threat every yeah. day. Wow. I take that risk. I mean, and so she was willing, and I was too. So I was like, nah. It's all about me staying healthy. You know, mm. there's something. It's kind of smart though. Yeah, it's like a I never. Movie where- I, yeah, I never got COVID during mm-hmm. this time, and how fucking selfish of me. That's yeah, yeah that's yeah. smart. Well, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe homeless I mean, people. I used to give money in my neighborhood. I'm like, don't even fucking look at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm just getting some groceries. I'm gonna go wipe them down. I'm not making eye contact. You had to be really selfish to, and alone. Like other people are getting them for, through loving their families. Not me. Yeah, one man band. Get the fuck out of my way. Well, I and now it's that. over, and I'm like, I developed a weird pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Is it weird now to get back into like social? Dynamics. Yeah, it. Yeah, I just went to Portland and that first show. They said it would be partial capacity, and it was a full room. And the first night was all sold out. And I was really nervous, and I'm wearing a mask in the green room. And by the end of the week, I'm just going out and taking pictures yeah. with the audience, hugging like, well, people. Fuck, oh, thanks here. for the kiss, lady. Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, hey, pictures. So yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I feel great. So Super cool. Yeah, vaccinated. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Vaccinated yeah, yeah. kind of waxed. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. You got to get back. waxed. It's amazing. I, yeah, I feel like in San Diego, there's more like sane people that just don't, didn't want to get it. But it seems like the more often the people that are most afraid to get vaccinated because they think it messes with your DNA, they right. always have the least impressive, <laughs> okay, I saw impressive that genes. I like you know? that tweet. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good to it is, it, Let me at least say it before you say, yeah, for, <laughs> don't sorry. do your material. Okay. But it is, it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is true. It is true. Like, it is always someone that's like, why are you worried? They, you have one anchor tooth. It's like, no one's after your genes. Yeah. But the, yeah, it's the, I'm like, I'm totally healthy. I got to possibly poison myself. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and chip me. Remember when, did you oh, see those God. videos? Oh, yeah, yeah. Holding magnets. Yep. And I'm like, that's, like ah, that's not bad. What if I get lost in the forest? They can find me? Great. Give me the chip. I'm like a c- cat. <laughs> I saw <laughs> that LinkedIn post. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My okay. friend, yeah, he chipped his cat and he has like a little kitty door on their uh, RV. The cat can't leave after nine. And I'm, Is that real? And, yeah. And I'm like, wow. Now they have a kid, and I'm like, I wonder if they're going to do because it's pretty nice to know where your yeah. kid is at all time. When I was a kid, man, we just rode. I'd be on my bike for three days, and they didn't worry. Yep. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I remember, yeah, I would 
ride my bike in the middle of the country because I was from Ohio and yeah, you're from yeah. Montana, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you're out in the middle of nowhere and nobody knows where you're at. And it's like, ah, I'll get home when I get home. And it was never a problem. Right, I, right. I come in way back after dark and it's like, oh, did you have a good day? Now yeah. it's like, where the fuck are you right now? You went off the map. Yeah. I was watching where you're at, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, I kind of get it now. I think we finally got to the bottom of why kids got kidnapped a lot and put in white vans. <laughs> yeah. And it's happening less and less. It's like, stay in here, play your games. Don't go outside. I bet there's fewer But don't you think like when we were kids, it was like, uh, getting kidnapped would seemed like a really big problem. But like I was in a small town. Nobody's kidnapping anybody from that town. I wish people were getting kidnapped. But like really? did any do you know anybody or anybody's family who knows somebody that got kidnapped? Not personally, but I do remember hearing about it. Now I think you would hear about every single one of them just because right. of the internet sure, and everything. Sure. Like you immediately get our phones to let us know if a stranger got kidnapped. Yeah. But it, I know it's I hear about it. Maybe as often now as when I was a kid, but that's because when in the 80s, you just find out if they made it to a milk box or something. <laughs> yeah. I think kids were getting snatched up you every, think so? every damn day. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I think growing up, it I felt so like, easy. Like, missing, like getting kidnapped um, and also uh, quicksand felt like it was going to be yeah, a lot yeah. bigger problem than it ever ended up yeah, being in my life. Quicksand never came up. I've yeah. never had to. It's like uh, in every movie in the 80s. Everything I learned from the pitfall, pitfall <laughs> video game where you have to jump on an alligator's yeah. back before they sink <laughs> in unison. You right? thought these were life skills you were learning. Yeah. But instead you're like, I've never seen quicksand once in my whole life. I've never had to find a vine in a tree and swing. <laughs> and I practiced all the time. All the time. On a rope swing, but you know. Yeah. One day I'll do this in the jungle, I said to myself, and then I'd put my whip on my belt loop. <laughs> we all just want to be Indiana Jones. It's true. It's yeah. true. This is very dark and probably oh. not appropriate. But, <laughs> but the other day or a few weeks ago, I had like a weird car like trailing me. Like I was on a walk in Glendale and a car was like stopping and stopping and, you know, just kind of like sourcing me out or whatever. And then I told my boyfriend about it and he... The end of the conversation got to the fact that he thinks that I was too that I'm too old and like a little bit too overweight to be like a sex trafficking to be like sex trafficked. I mean, <laughs> and then I was like, like the fact that he's like, I, like he I, thought I'm, I've aged out. I don't know him at all. So please tell but me that I, I'm, I I want to believe he didn't say it like that. He couldn't believe it. He was like, really? And then he said, I don't. I hate to break it to you, uh, but you're not exactly who what the I would have said is, for. are you? I mean, I it would, hurt my feelings. I'd, yeah, I would mine too. He should have just said, "What are you talking about? There's hot fucking kids everywhere." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at this is Hollywood. There's kids that move here to be uh, traffic. You know, they're they're, they're great. born for traffic. Yeah, they're born to be in a candy commercial. <laughs> Don't you think he'd snatch one of those? Yeah. I guess I got. I, I assume every kidnapper. Yeah, you know, just wants a kid. Yeah, isn't out well, looking. Well, it's a kid napper. It's not a lady napper. Right. Right. Those it's, not are, a, it's not a middle-aged, but, slightly overweight lady so, napper. But if, I thought I was still traffic chic. Right. <laughs> I, was, yeah. I had hope, and then he told me, like, I hate, I love you. I hate to break it to you. Yeah, you're not traffic bait. Yeah. But, you know, you didn't get in. The, if there's someone out there killing ladies, you know, there's some, uh, yeah. Yeah. No you know, uh, Buffalo Bill types out yes. there and you would have been perfect for yeah. them. Yeah. So don't. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, That's don't get a low self-esteem. There's someone out there that wants to kill okay, you. Okay, thank you so much. Yeah, they just maybe don't want to take you home and then see if the boyfriend has a million dollars for your return. That's true. That's kid stuff. Right, I'm not in ransom shape. So I agree with him that no one's going to kidnap you and try and get money out. Of it, oh my oh, God. Oh, don't worry. They want to kill you. <laughs> 
Oh, I want to kill you. That weirdly makes me feel. Oh. I'm, th- I'm grateful yeah. for you. And if you want to feel a bossy body positive, they're not going to leave you clothed. <laughs> huh? Doesn't that feel? Will good? they wear my skin at least? Yeah, yeah. they'll make a lamp and wear you. Isn't that nice? I'm going to play this as my like uh, affirmations. Every yeah, morning. yeah. Don't worry. They, you might feel alone, but someone out there wants to turn you into a skin dress. Oh my god, yeah. I like weirdly genuinely yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. That's a, yeah. that's a PSA right there. It is. Yeah, yes. yeah. They just won't drive. It won't be during the day. That's kid snatching stuff. So I knew what he meant to say. Mm-hmm. But uh, that being said, you should probably break up with that prick. <laughs> anyway, I just kidding. Not everyone should be single like me. Yeah. Let me tell you about the free time. If you ever wanted to get into building doll houses, look at that <laughs> baby over there. That was two weeks of me sitting wow. on my ass. Really, oh, he, really he genuinely pointed to a dollhouse. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are you going to make it out of here alive? Yeah. yeah. I hope so. Yeah. I, mean, I hope yeah. not. No. There's a little doll a in there here. wearing the same dress as you right now. <laughs> I'm that kidnapper, and then I kill you both. What a weird podcast! Wow, this, yeah. is, this has turned positive. Honestly, yeah, they just find it, never uploaded. Yeah, it's actually <laughs> no, you still a pretty it. fun episode up until the horrible murder. Oh, in his own house, the even slow, the slow sign of uh, bones. Yeah, you should have done a little more research about. Gone to my Wikipedia page. I love that you're also drinking right now out of like your own mug. That's oh the, yeah, yeah. Your yeah, 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 beautiful. Yeah, yeah, I do that on purpose all the time. Yeah, super yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, okay, I have a creative. <laughs> I, I love hearing about creative people's how you get your work done and your writing done. And I, I'm a new little burgeoning stand up, and you know, I try to write. And I'm always like, I really want to learn and have some advice of like, are you rigid about your writing huh. or no? Okay. And I've always uh, had an idea, and then I work it out on stage. That's why I feel during this whole quarantine, I haven't been prepared to do an hour because it's like, well, I got my old material, but anything new. Mm. is unfinished because I write on stage. With, you do? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Well, that I, just happened I when mean, you're that I mean, yeah, I write like ideas and then I'm like, okay, figure that out and maybe a possible punchline, but it's been since I started where I, I'll pull out old notebooks and there are things written verbatim Hmm. Uh, but it's never was something that worked great. It's just how just I you eat. had it there. But that being said, I feel like I would be a better comic, more successful, happier if I did sit around and try and write every day. Yeah. I mean, that's what. Um, Do you people know people like, that are like rigid of like, I wake up at 6 a.m. and. There's from people that like, always said that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Louis C.K. or Seinfeld or an entire list of people that none of us want to be on alone in a room with, you know, yeah. so I think it's directly <laughs> sure. proportional. You want to meet a comic that's nice and normal, make sure they don't write every day. What are those are guys are like sociopaths, <laughs> Really? Right? Yeah, Gotta get so. my ideas down. <laughs> or like yeah. someone that wakes Who up and like... Who do you think like, you are? Yeah, that has like a parfait smoothie yeah. in the morning and then yeah. writes from like 6.30, 8.30. I, it, cause <laughs> I, it's hard to... to uh, not hard. I'm making excuses for myself, but like... I, I it is like I hard put, yeah too. and I put other things first like other type of work or in my mind I'm like sure. but I have to earn money and I have to do this and then a whole week will go by and I won't have like written more and I'm like fuck yeah even after this weekend in Portland it went well but I felt my felt myself falling back on my old material of course because anything I've come up with in the last year was kind of quarantine COVID based and I you realize quickly people don't necessarily want to hear about that mm-hmm. yeah I did have some stuff about the past year but I didn't say any buzzwords yeah 
they want to relate. They want to relate, but they also are ready to move on. Yeah, or viral. Let's not use that word. <laughs> I mean, viral shows is what mm. Zoom shows. No one wants to be reminded of that shit. Uh, yeah. God, that was the worst. Thing. Did you do Zoom shows? Oh yeah, yeah. That's the only new material I had was from doing Zoom shows and. But after, yeah, after those shows, my weekend in Portland, I, I was like, okay, I have to sit down. Now that that show's fresh in my head and just link some things together, this idea goes here. And, you know, it's kind of like writing a song with a band. It's like this riff, let's use it in this song. And your drum thing that you thought of. Let's, yeah. It, yeah. I do that with my own stand-up. And I, I, it's only while on stage performing that, that's I, amazing. that I figure it out. I like, think that's really interesting because of how freeform and relaxed comfortable you look i mean in all the times that i've had you i mean we've had you three times i've had you three times down there and it's like every single time just feels like i don't know it just well that's funny no i'm a mess yeah at the end of that i was drenched with sweat and it wasn't from working out it was from like being scared you know that's you never know and i watched like the whole i didn't it was my first time seeing you and everyone else at the table and it's almost in such a, a good way people were like it's like magical. Like, how does he do this? And you know, yeah, it, oh, sure. it definitely, yeah, it really well, truly feels that, like I, that way. That set specifically felt like stand up did when I started, which mm. was just have some ideas and keep talking and being funny. Yeah. Like your, my defense mechanism has always been to default to that. Mm-hmm. If I'm in trouble or I want to make friends or someone just died, no matter what, be funny yeah. in that moment. That's all I know how to do. Uh, but but yeah yeah it I felt like a kid again sorry I keep tinkering uh, and that's why that show was so fun it's like man I felt 24 again that was yeah like when it I was started the way that you talked after the show too and this is has nothing to do with the show itself but like the way that you were acting is like that felt great again and it was awesome to see especially after the year that we just had it was awesome to see a comic excited about the moment that just happens like oh this is why we do this show this is why comics do that show it's like it's just so exciting yeah i'm glad that feeling was there and because i left with that feeling like i've done this 20 years now and the last few years has been the most fun and Mm, like that's great because i'm just getting to where i'm like okay i'm not going to eat it unless the crowd just doesn't want to be at stand-up or some circumstance like that i think i usually do okay now and so that and then you can have more fun knowing that but for years i struggled with like well this crowd hates me maybe i should quit and go uh, back to it. like i was always on the verge of not so or just i uh, mean like i've had writing jobs on shows where i just didn't do stand-up for a couple years and it was always felt good to go back to it like Having it taken away has always made me realize how much I actually mm. like live performing because I have a lot of friends that I started with and their goal always was to turn stand-up into some kind of writing job and that, that's great, but yeah, I think I've already established I'm not the strongest like writer. Like, you have an assignment today. It's just, oh, yeah. we're in school now? Shit. <laughs> I, I, like, I like writing on stage. But you performing. are doing other stuff other than just stand-up because uh, the last time I talked to you, you had just done a spot for Conan, and you've done that a couple times. Not only have you been on as a stand-up, but you're also doing these characters. Yeah, acting. I like acting. I like, I've done some commercials and stuff, and, and I did this little series. I just got some clips today I'll show you guys. Okay. after. I was pretty happy with it. I'm like, oh, maybe I should have been an actor. I, I enjoy that a lot, and I just never pursued it. It yeah. seems like a weird thing to decide I'm an actor and I'm good. I've always been I've you know I hide it 
kind of like my golfing now. I'm like, oh, I golf every other day, but I don't want to talk about it. No one wants to hear about golf. And yeah. no one wants to hear you're an actor that you like acting. I think people hold it against you in this town. What is it about you that is that? Because I feel like I have that in me too. It's just like I can be good at lots of things and I don't want to brag about it or talk about it. So I keep it to myself. I'm only doing disservice to myself and the craft that I'm creating. But like I don't post a lot. I'm not sharing a lot of work. Yeah. So what is it do you think about you that like doesn't want to share you being? I'm trying to get better about it and share more stuff and get more committed to things and i think that uh i've always had my foot in different art doors like Mm -hmm. because i'm kind of scared to fail at committing to one big thing Hmm. but gradually i just realized like oh i'm doing stand-up for a living now that the podcast is doing well and people are coming to my shows i'm like okay i'm in this position now i gotta get good at this yeah i'm i've accidentally had 20 years of experience from being on the does verge se- of committing. Yeah, does it seem wild that you've been doing this for 20 years? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. Cause you probably didn't set out. I'm going to do this the rest of my life. You were probably like, I'm going to try this. Yeah. And that's why when I made jokes about like, Oh, if you get married, it ruins your career. I don't really believe that, but yeah. I do believe that had I gotten married right after college or something, I probably wouldn't be doing stand up right yeah. now. I'd be in real estate. Yeah, I'd probably be making decent money doing some kind of illustration, children's books or sure. something. Like if I committed the amount of time I have to stand up with, because with yeah. the art world has always been on the side and I fall back on it here and there. I thought I'd be doing more of it during quarantine. I was surprised was- how good you are because most people are like, oh yeah, I draw too. It's like, oh boy, here we go. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. Because I get that a lot, especially when I used to draw live in a setting, like when I was at SeaWorld, uh-huh. characters. Uh, Boy, that's scary. Oh, I, it is scary, yeah. but it's like stand up, but different. Yeah, but but similar, if I can say that. Um, yeah. But like people telling you you suck right to your face, uh, and you're like, wow, that really hurts me. I'm like yeah. putting myself out here. But um, what was I gonna say? I don't. About, know, but did I, didn't you also have someone like cr- uh, crumple up a paper in front of oh, you? Oh, the worst. Wow. The worst like, insult I ever had was the best insult, which was the guy. Got he and his girlfriend drawn. This is in New Jersey, and New Jersey is just a different crowd, you know. And he gets done. I'm like, oh, do you want to buy a frame? No, no, thank you. They get the <laughs> drawing. They walk away, and I was like, God, I don't think they like that. I even said that to the person uh-huh. that I was working with. I'm like, I don't think they like that. And I'm like, oh, really? Guy turns around. He's probably 30 feet away. He looks back at me, pulls the drawing out of the bag, rips it in half, throws it in the trash can the whole time making eye contact with me then just turns around and walks away i was like oh. <gasps> that guy sounds <sighs> like a murderer i was he like drives hey. around your neighborhood yeah, I, I wish he had just said man. i wish he just said like i don't like it i'm not paying for it i would have been like yeah. oh well that sucks but instead he gave me his money oh wow and then he said fuck you and i was oh, like wow so that you know i'm sure i bought a sandwich and i was like well that guy yeah. bought this sandwich i can't even enjoy this sandwich yeah you know? it's so weird it's so weird he probably does it with sandwiches but he just <laughs> cuts it in half and then eats that i like to cut my sandwiches i don't know why you think i hate your sandwiches i, I, ri- sandwiches. I rip them yeah i love sandwiches i, rip I, my sandwiches. Sandwiches. I just rip them in half like it's no big i love uh, pita bread i was just thinking about that the other day that i need to put pita bread back in my pantry yeah yeah pita's yeah we always forget about pita bread we do until you're just buying a sandwich in a you know airport store or something i feel like it's an edible yeah. soup bowl though it just feels you like can you, stuff you stuff in open there. it you, you can, can do, pour stuff in there you and can do that with it you oh. can fry them up and get them crispy god pita it's so you versatile have sex with it. oh yeah, i know i you know put hummus in it yeah it. yeah yeah hummus and honey and stick your dick <laughs> in that shit it's your new wife it's your new wife yeah i was gonna say size of a 
uterine. Of a vagina. Yeah, 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 for yeah, real. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. At I, some point, mine was probably pita sized, but it went back to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was going to say. More that- of a bread bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Filled with chili. Oh, God. Oh, my God. God. Oh, that yeah. is central I'm sorry. to me. Yeah, no, I'm I love real- that. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I oh, was yes, gonna say, as an artist, yeah, yeah, yeah. as I think I may have lost my. Train I had to, like, no. No, no, not no. announcing that you're gonna do different things. When people find out you're an artist, right, or they they go like, "Oh, you know, I'm an artist oh, too. Yeah. Let me show you my work." And so yeah, when you yeah. said you said to me like, "Oh, actually, I draw a little bit," and I was like, "Okay, here we go. Yeah, here yeah. we go, Mister Fairbanks." <laughs> and then you pulled out your phone and you showed me some images. I was like, "Oh, fuck! You're actually really good." You're well, really good. Thanks, man. Solidly good. Did you do some stuff for like magazines or yeah, skate companies? Yeah, or? I've done some graphics. For, I used to have a comic and Thrasher and did some skateboard stuff. And I I always worked in t-shirt shops doing that's, t-shirt designs. Even while I was doing comedy, that was kind of my day. That's awesome. Job murals and painting windows. I did a lot of art in Austin when I lived there. There's How long were you there? Stuff on walls there. From 99 to 03. Oh, nice. That's where I, yeah, got started with everything. I feel like Austin and Montana now are the two places that a lot of my California friends moved to. In, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. In yeah. Idaho. We have a friend that's yeah. moving God, to a Idaho. A lot of people went back to Austin. Yeah. yeah. The, the whole comedy scene there is like, um, why did the entire comedy store move here? <laughs> <laughs> we can't get on our own shows now. It's just actually hysterical Joe like, Rogan <laughs> yeah. on all our shows. That is very funny. <laughs> yeah, but... Uh, in the meantime, oddly, the comedy store here is now being booked by a, a woman that likes my comedy. So, oh, that's great. Yeah, so maybe I'll start going there. Yeah. I've, always yeah. been, I've always just told myself, well, it's hard to park there, but they, they don't <laughs> give me spots, and it makes me feel like uh, I haven't been doing comedy. 20. Yeah. makes you feel like a kid again. Like, well, I'm not very popular here. Why would I go to that place? So yeah. Do they give you a spot now or they're going to? I don't know. Yeah, we all just started with, the, I mean, I not a lot of shows are going on. I, I've done the improv. I've always kind of hung out at the mm-hmm. improv and I've done a few sets there. I did like your show, Outdoor. I've done like three improv sets mm. over the months since then. And then all of a sudden was in a club uh, doing five headlining shows. And it was like, boy, I got a, I was rusty. But uh, by the end of it, I was like, oh, I... I'm back. Okay, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta book more shows. But everyone, it's still not quite happening yet. Mm-hmm. I think shows are just coming up yeah. right as we speak. Like, I think the Midwest seems to be popping a little bit yeah. bigger right now. Sure, and sure. We're kind of just yeah. coming to life on the West Coast. Yeah, anywhere where they uh, were first to uh, maybe take their masks off or yeah. not, yeah. not yeah. believe this thing is happening, you can do some comedy <laughs> concerts for those people. I wasn't in a hurry. There were shows being offered up, and it's yeah. like, I don't know if I want to perform for uh, people that yeah. aren't, don't want to wear masks because they have no compassion for others. It probably means they won't laugh at my jokes. I like the stifling, scared people. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. in uh, the right, like, Echo yeah. Park for sure. All, all, <laughs> all, all my fans showed up like, this is the first time I've been anywhere, and I'm horrified. I'm like, me too. I'm so glad that you're the person I attract. Scared. <laughs> lonely. Masked. Who uh, who are some of your favorite comics that you came up with that you're just so, like, have so much fun uh, riffing with or doing shows with? Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of Austin comics that... Uh, Man, they've all everyone's kind of moved on. That's really? a good question, but yeah, I I uh just not in comedy anymore. A lot of yeah, a lot yeah, I'm like an old guy in comedy now and when I started, I was younger than everyone, so it's been long That's enough wild. for yeah, everyone's just dead. 
<laughs> they moved on like to yeah. a different realm. Yeah, to yeah. another, to <laughs> purgatory or to the clouds of heaven and some of them hell, but depending on their material. Did you know that's based on that? Oh, it is? Too many dick jokes, you go down to the pits. I'm very religious. I'm very religious. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, Matt Bearden is a guy I started with. I always see him in Austin. It's always fun to hang out with him. My friend Michelle Balloon, Martha Kelly, I started with them and we yeah i have a special friendship with them because but yeah that when someone's like who's your favorite comic and i just think of like comics that i worked with on the road that maybe people don't know like robert hawkins or something i he was like the funniest dude i had ever worked with and Mm. i don't know where he's in the south somewhere doing corporate gigs i don't know i'd never see him but there were, there's a lot of who's your favorite comic they always want you to say an actor they want you to say Chris oh. Rock or something I'm like no nah, David Tell and, and Robert Hawkins and uh, I love David Tell Tim Northern or, you know like sure, sure, no, sure, one, sure. no mm-hmm. one would know who these guys are because they're just road I hate comics. when I ask a question and then some the, the person says yeah everybody asks that same stupid question uh, no yeah. but you no, son of a bitch like it is a commonly sure. asked question. I'm just like, a basic bitch. Yeah, you are. You're. You're. You. I just. You, yeah. I showed my colors. Yeah, I'm really. I'm. I meant to hurt your feelings. Just and I meant to hurt your feelings when you, you jumped on my joke. That yeah, I like I to hurt people. I retweeted I it still before feel you were saying it. I still feel bad about that. You're like, oh, I saw that tweet, and I'm like, yeah, you ruined my joke. Get out of my house. <laughs> I'm sorry. I haven't been around people for a while. You guys, I'm lashing out. No, I think I'm also, this is what makes me, in some ways, I think good for Los Angeles because I also, like, it didn't even hurt my feelings 1%. And instead, I'm just like, tonight, do I want, like, lobster bisque or clam chowder? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, I, I have, a, like, yeah, it doesn't hurt my feelings. Even okay, if you good. said, like, you're a stupid Cyclops girl, that wouldn't hurt my feelings. Wait, you, yeah, I mean, didn't say that, though. No, you'd have to have one eye, first of all. Yeah. In the center of your forehead. Oh, my God. <laughs> now I'm thinking about the blind dog. Okay, wait. Now, I <laughs> oh, want to hear too. about... I'm always thinking about that dog. Oh, what a sweetheart. What it had name? little pita pockets for eyes. Sky. Sky. No, Beautiful really? little dog, yeah. Oh, maybe one day I'll see. Sky with no oh, eye? It just means I should get my own dog. I almost got a pet during you this You thing. get a dog and poke its eyes out? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You gotta I, I like, be like, I like oh, blind okay. dogs. I'm sorry. sorry. I got, I got <laughs> something close to my heart. This will be a little different because you'll miss the first four years of being able to see. But uh, let's think about daddy here. And you will call me daddy. Do you like when women call you daddy? No, God, no. no. That thing's what the word. Even in porn or something, oh. that whole theme is like... Oh, the whole oh, daddy, oh, poppy, get out of here poppy. with that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't like I like, uh, come here, sonny boy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I'm into. <laughs> What'd you say, stepsister? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I just told Bo that I've got into VR pornography, but I don't have like an Oculus, so I just keep watching the like the weird blurry. split screen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to get that. I, I don't, there's a lot of things I don't do because I know I'd like it, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. Do I want an Oculus Rift? No, I, of course I do, but I'm not going to get one. Do I want a whole cheesecake to myself? Of course I do, but I just don't get it. You have to figure out what you've ahead of time what you would be addicted to and curb it right there uh i will never try on an oculus rift really i did one in i saw the potential a long time ago duncan trestle he's a great comic i like to be around that i haven't seen in years didn't mention him before so it doesn't yeah matter. yeah yeah doesn't it doesn't count, ma- doesn't count, count. Yeah, I couldn't think should have mentioned him duncan before but yeah, you didn't there's about well he's not someone i started with that those people are going to be offended but and yeah, i know you're not dead uh, but anyway, yeah, I, he, he put one on my head and it was just being in a room and like, look, there's a 
you know, you walk around a room and you can look under the plant and stuff. And I was like, this is too, I'm just in an empty room and this is blowing my mind. I can't imagine fighting or fucking yeah. yeah, in that scenario, it would be too. Yeah. I did a uh, I did a VR experience in Japan, and it was like next level, where you actually go, you get in an elevator in this office building. It takes you to the seventh floor. You get off, and it's like there are like nine different experiences. Yeah, and they were like, like in one of them, you got onto a swing, and they pushed you out over a hole. And then it felt like you were dangling and then wow. it was like hang gliding. And you, so you're holding on this thing. And I was like, okay, this is kind of fucking with me. It's one thing yeah. to stand in a room and like look around like, cool, you created this room and it yeah. has dragons in it or something. But that was like weird. And I was like, ooh, the next level of sex on VR when you fucking yeah. hook up a, you know, whatever it is, a suck you 3000. And yeah. it's like you watch this. It's like, why would you leave? Why yeah. would you leave? Yeah. It'd be easy to stay in the house for as long as you have, yeah. Chris. Yeah. I, you always want the real thing with the suck you won in 2000. Like, they missed a lot of it, but now the 3000. Oh, that's 3000. Uh, yeah, the really flesh, amped. the, uh, the uh, it's just airtight. Yeah. Uh, the early ones, it's like, ah. Uh, USB. Real it's sex better, uh, is better than this, but yeah. The suck you to 3000. <laughs> Stay home. Get out of here. Yeah. You don't even need to wear pants anymore. <laughs> Just stay home. I I book callers for a podcast, and we had a guy that called in that had more than 60 fleshlights, and he didn't take care of them, and like he had ones in his house that were like stuck together. He was Ugh. a fleshlight hoarder. God, this and guy's then, disgusting. I know. I'll give you his number. Uh, a fleshlight hoarder just seems and weird to me. He got COVID, and he was in the hospital, and, and his girlfriend didn't know that he had all these, um, all these fleshlights, so he paid a friend to go fly, because he thought he was going to die, and then he paid a friend to go in his house and like clean out all the fleshlights and hide them, and then he ended up living. God. But then, it was it, crazy he had call. a girlfriend that just... She didn't wanted, know. She thought, she, why do you never want to have sex with me? Yeah. Uh, she, he thought, I, I have a pile of reasons <laughs> stuck together at home. He told that's, her he had one flashlight and he he had 60 and they were like that's just joined together. Anyone listening right now, if you have one, just clean it out. That Because that just disgusts another me. PSA. Yeah, God, that's <laughs> fucking horrifying. I had a friend that got, he had tickets and he had to do community service and he went to Malibu. He was just matter of factly telling me this story, but he didn't, he had to go to Malibu and spackle shut glory holes in the bathroom. Shut up. Oh my God. And there was some guy there just pointing them out, like some guy that was the executor of his service. And it's like, why, why? Yeah, there's one over here. How do you know where all these glory holes are? Yeah. He's like, hold on. If you go down this just, hallway and then down the yeah. stairs, there's one. It's yeah. like, okay. He didn't have a glory hole app. This guy had stuck his dick in all these holes. And, okay, and he had a great memory. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, but I just thought that was so funny. It's like it's some guy. There's one over here, too. <laughs> okay. Shutting him. Yeah. No one's allowed to sin as much as I have this year. Let's shut these holes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Um, you told me a really funny story and I was hoping that you would tell it again to Merrill, which is when you were in San Diego after the show, I was like, Hey, do you want a ride back to the hotel? Cause you had Ubered mm. and I was like, I can give you a ride, but there is one caveat, which is that I'm on a Vespa. And, and your Vespa is fast. I would almost call it a motorcycle. It is a motorcycle. Because it goes the speed limit you need to go on a freeway, which I didn't anticipate, and I haven't been the passenger. And you were just like, yeah, be sure not to lean or lean with me. I don't know which. And we took off, and I'm like, fuck. I'm just like, ri- I had to figure it out. I'm like, don't be rigid. Lean with him. Don't lean with him. I don't know. I, you have to stay loose. I didn't realize how much responsibility it was being on the back. Well, also, I mean, I did kind of like, I didn't. If I had told you more, you wouldn't have done it. 
Right. Because I had said, hey, do you want to, I have a Vespa. You're like, sure. I'm sure in your mind, you're like, let's take the side streets. It's going to be real close and it's going to be slow. Yeah. It's fine. But like we went from zero to get to know each other real quick because well, you straddle the person in front of you. Right. Then you're holding on for dear life. So then wait, I, how do you hold? Do you hold their, you there's, go around there's, them? There's ha- well, no, I, I, there's handles on the side. Oh my God, yeah, do scary. you ever tell anyone, because I've ridden motorcycles, uh-huh. it's like, I part of me wanted to pretend like I was riding with you, just lean with you mm-hmm. a little bit, but not too much to where it like threw you off. Sure. But you were like, just stay. I said, just stay the fuck still. Right. Really? Right. Yeah. But then you told me this great story about how you used to ride motorcycles on somebody else's motorcycle and that you... He's going to tell the story. Well, I'm not going to tell the story, but it, you told me that you used to ride with Tig Notaro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One... Yeah. There, that was the other... Th- there's only been two times where I rode on the back of a motorcycle. And one time it was on the back of Tiggs and uh, it was so scary because she was doing this thing where, you know, when you're coming up to a streetlight and someone wants to turn left and they're waiting, Mm -hmm. you know, the oncoming person, Mm -hmm. she would like slow down. And so they would think she was slowing down for them to turn and they would try and get in front of us because she wasn't going for it. Right. If you're hesitant on a motorcycle in Los Angeles, it was, and I was on the back and I was holding flowers. I couldn't even (laughs) hold on to her. We were bringing someone flowers. It was, I showed up just drenched in sweat, terrified. <laughs> I don't know if that's the story I told her, but it what is, the funny it part is. is and you also said that she told you, don't fucking move or you're never, you're never going <laughs> to, you're never going to ride on the back of my bike again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she, she like yelled at you. Like, and I was like, not. oh God, she's serious. And then when she is driving, I'm like, oh, she didn't know what she's doing either. <laughs> okay. That's a lot less pressure knowing that if we wreck it will because of the decisions I see her making. Oh boy. It was really scary. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I'd much rather drive a motorcycle than be on the back. Yeah, I've I, seen I can see that. I can so see many that. wrecks here. I've seen so many people. Because in Los Angeles, you can do whatever you want on a it's motor. Wild. You can weave it's around cars, wild. and you're supposed to just apparently, if you have a wreck with a motorcycle, just rest assured knowing it will be their fault. Yeah. Uh, and so that's what. Yeah, if you kill some guy in a motorcycle, just rest easy knowing at night when you see that tuft of hair still on your bumper that it was their fault and you you don't need to ruin your life being sad about the guy that you killed i don't know i just there's so i've seen so many motorcycles whiz by me and be like aggressive and i'm yeah. like that guy's gonna crash and sure enough you it's, it's happened seven eight times damn. where i've just wow. there's a guy in the road and i'm like that guy's dead Ugh. and you just keep driving because yeah. they were driving drunk on yeah. a motorcycle or sure. dri- being aggressive like you can't fuck up on a motorcycle yeah. no no no. there's like, no there's no there's no it, fuck up. and it's it's not i've heard this so many times from motorcycle people it's not if you wreck it's a matter of when and i'm like fuck sure. that I'll oh no i don't want you to ride a vespa anymore i've already listen i've already been hit twice right really? i've been hit twice yeah it doesn't yeah. mean you're gonna die yeah. but it, at some point you're gonna have a mistake like, i was sitting at a stoplight waiting sitting upright on a motorcycle Sitting, waiting, doing uh, nothing but that with my brake lights on. And then boom, an SUV just like, really? drove through me. Just like drove right through me from behind. I didn't even see it coming. All The next thing, I was just in the air. And then I hit the ground. And I had, uh, you know, you only hear this stuff in stories like when mothers like pick up cars and oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. I had so much fucking like angry monkey rage. Uh-huh. Like I just like ran over, picked my bike up, which is like 500 pounds. Or yeah, something. yeah. I picked it up and like 
carried it off the road essentially. Oh, it was wow. like I was like next level, and I was like, luckily the dude pulled over. He's like, dude, I didn't even see oh you, bro. Yeah. He's like, did you see the red light, you know, yeah. motherfucker? And so I went yeah. to the hospital, did the scan. I was fine in the end, but oh, like obviously dude, I'm still here. If he said, dude, I didn't see you, bro, I'm like, oh god, say boss or chief. Yeah, because uh, I already Hoss. hate oh, you. Yeah. Hey, Hoss. Hey, Hoss. I didn't see you in the road, chief, bro, dude. Oh god, dude, I hate. I didn't. Oh, I'm like, I uh, hate Hoss so yeah. much. I hate yeah. it. I don't like boss. I don't, I don't either. Hey, boss. I'm like, don't. I don't. All right. Bo- especially, call me boss. especially, I hate it when you're in a place like you're going through the the drive through at Taco Bell. And yeah, like, yeah. Oh, here you go, boss. You want any hot sauce, boss? It's like, yeah, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, I'm I not your boss. Like don't it. call me boss. Yeah, I hate boss. Yeah, make, it seems condescending. It does. Yeah, yeah. Like, how are you making me feel bad? I mean, yeah. I'm not above you, but like, don't make me yeah. feel bad. You make me want to fire you, yeah. as if I am your boss. <laughs> what if you did come yeah. back the next day? You're like, hey, you we have me? to talk. Yeah, <laughs> your vacation was not approved. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. We actually. You're gonna. We're gonna have to lower your pay it's pandemic time yeah, yeah. you change your whole life to be in corporate at taco bell just to come back and be like you're fired i am your boss yeah yeah yeah, yeah. god i love when a joke comes together boy i had to go jump through a lot of hoops to make that happen but you're fired okay it took me 10 years yeah. now i have to quit being a ceo at taco bell it probably does just take a f- yeah. few years. Yeah, it probably had a Taco Bell. Uh, you wanted to ask. I uh, wanted to oh. ask yeah. about. I don't know why I'm switching to a, <laughs> uh, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Transylvanian I, accent or something. It's important to just not. Yeah, yeah have I an accent be vague. No one could get offended. About it's like, well, we don't know where that person's from. <laughs> Keep it coming. <laughs> I wanted to ask you. <laughs> I, I'm from Iceland slash Germany. Yes, I don't appreciate that accent. I'm very interested. No, I'm very interested in your um your podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, do you mm-hmm. need a ride? Yeah, that is your podcast. Oh, it is. <laughs> it is very good. Yeah, uh, we drive. You do it with Karen. Karen. Yes. Yeah. I don't know how to say her She's last name. My friend. <laughs> See, she's very cool. Yeah. Um, I was looking, and we'll talk about your podcast, but it's really funny because I was looking at all your episodes, and you guys have the same pattern as us, where it, you seem to have had guests on and then right around February 10th it's like you and Karen you and Karen you like it seems yeah. like you guys and that's exactly like our rhythm too where we didn't know to podcast or not with guests and then it was like yeah. I saw that this week it seemed like or a week or two ago you were back into like having guests but that yeah. was so funny because it, it, it was just like you guys you guys you guys and soon we'll we'll be back to having guests in the car and, and uh, yes. one thing I don't think we'll go back to is going to the airport because things have changed so much at LAX it really affects the podcast being enjoyable because I'm like I fucking hate this place and <laughs> it's so hard to like pick someone up and time it with the recording can you explain yes. i guess what just is it what what is the podcast and how does it roll yeah we, we used to i mean it's called do you need a ride we'd pick up comedians or drop them off at, at lax and now we're like okay let's just do burbank it's like you know what let's just pick them up at their house and drive around the neighborhood as long as we're recording in a car it yeah it doesn't matter where our destination is i think that what matters is we're all comfortable and having fun and that makes for a better podcast. So when we just go to drive someone or drive them to do an errand or something, it's everyone seemed to, we like it more. It's, yeah. it's really hard to also in that time, Lyft and Uber started. I, the airport is so hard to go to. There's a line going, you could never time picking someone up. You used to be able to, but now there's so many shared ride cars 
going partially in there. It's it's just not fun to even talk about this. It's boring. But and I could imagine I, you guys had like delays. Like, what would you do if your guest is yeah. like, "Sorry, I'm actually coming in now tomorrow." Yeah. What would I you guess have to change we that? wasted the day. Yeah. No, you missed your chance. You'll never be on our podcast <laughs> yeah. because of Atlanta or, or <laughs> Alaska. You know, Atlanta yeah. Airlines. Atlanta Airlines. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole that's yeah. a whole ride right there. Yeah, yeah, it should be. I'd I'd fly Atlanta Airlines. What a fun, friendly city. It's true. Yeah. Um, so hot. how many? They just have no air conditioning on the plane. It's fucking hot as shit, and they play nothing but B fifty twos. Okay, there I pulled out of that with a couple. Uh, of, uh, I've been to Atlanta, all right. Lots of good bands from Athens. Yeah, I just I've only been to the male strip clubs. My friend April used to. She brought me to some place called Swingin' Richards, which no. is a pretty good name for. That's pretty. And good. I had just watched, hesitantly watched uh, Magic Mike, and I was like, oh, I ended up liking that. It's a great yeah uh, movie. And then I just ended up shortly after that in a Magic. Like mm. they just all come out. It's just dudes, and they're just dressed in jeans and a white T-shirt, and they pull out, and they they all. Have Different size dicks, normal dicks and big ones, and they all helicopter <gasps> them. And I was just trying not to laugh, but I was fascinated by it. And no one was really tipping them, so I was, like started tipping this guy. And his swinging dick hit my wrist. No. And I, I was like, I've never had a dick hit my wrist. And I like pulled away, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, are you straight? And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, that's not the issue. But yeah, your dick hit my wrist. And he's like, I'm straight too. And then for some reason, we <laughs> hugged. He was wearing a SWAT, like a cop SWAT outfit. <laughs> Because he was about to strip out of it. But yeah, I hugged this like, uh, first, I've never hugged a guy in SWAT gear before uh, or uh, with his dick out either. Or, you know, just hugging strangers in general. But if you hit your dick on my wrist, I'll hug you is, I guess, the point of my story. And then I shoved some money in his uh, little gun belt. Uh, but anyway, that was a fun time. So <laughs> More than twenty dollars, Atlanta. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And across from the uh, Laughing Skull, there was like a kind of a scary uh, gay bar. You, I mean, there's there's cars bouncing around. It's like everyone has their shirts off and they're yelling in the streets. It's like, oh, oh man, was that gang members? And then you look and they're like making out and stuff. And I was like, oh, I love just that juxtaposition made me want to go there. And so I was like, yeah, well, I'll come into this. This this kind of rough gay bar, and the guy's like, you shouldn't be here. And I'm like, come on, it's fine. I'm cool, I'm doing comedy. And so I went in there, and everyone was super nice, and they were so glad I was there. It's just like, my point is, Atlanta is fucking great. I've only had fun being in places where, where I would never otherwise go. I always end up in the most random places in Atlanta. With like I, wrist herpes or something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I live for Swatting away like dicks every time I'm in Atlanta. <laughs> Don't you don't you live for those weird yeah. moments that like it just makes life kind of like wait what the fuck yeah. just happened like in the moment just remember this 100%. this is funny this is interesting yeah or that you thought you'd be scared but everyone's nice you've learned a lesson don't judge uh, guys that look like they're gonna <laughs> kill you uh, yeah it's, uh, but I have that luxury as a dude you know like you, you generally should avoid people that look like they're gonna kill you. <laughs> Especially if they're driving in your neighborhood. Whether or not you're, uh, you know, you think you're, <laughs> what did he say? What did your boyfriend say? That I wasn't trafficable <laughs> you, Yeah. You, it, <laughs> a lot of people are trafficable, and I'm not saying they have these interesting, don't just walk into situations. But for me, you know, I can I take handle myself. I can take a punch. I've given a handful of them. I've taken most of them. But, uh, you know, it's uh yeah, I like being in weird situations. And I like making tough people 
uh, not be tough, like winning them over, and then they're like, yeah. like scary people. They're yes. like, I'm going to kill you. It's like, come on, you don't want to kill me? We're buddies. And then they're like, oh, okay, I guess we're buddies. I love, I that love too. when that happens. Uh, but it doesn't always have to happen. You're very likable, though. Who could, who like, who does anyone know you Sometimes and really not like you? Sometimes people don't like me. How? I'm, yeah, I've How? had I'm surprised strangers. Like, I do not care for you. Cause really? I wish I was funny, and I'm not. Mm. So I'm going to uh, punch so you in the face. Yeah, because I was going to yeah, say, I don't think I've ever seen you. Like, in fact, I've seen people, like, kind of, like, dogging on other people. Yeah. And then you almost are, like, aloof to it. You're just like, oh, I, what? Really? Oh, is that a thing? Yeah, I don't, know. I don't You're even such like a nice person. When people are real, I can be, but I also uh, have a lot of anger in me, and, I've, and I slip and get It came out when you told off. me about the tweet thing. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. Felt Remember, seething. I held my hand up. Yeah, and you're you like, did. I can't believe I winced. Yeah, yeah, in my own house. I haven't hit anyone in this living room for years felt good. at uh, least yeah. 1.5 years <laughs> I needed yeah, yeah. it it woke me up <laughs> uh, no yeah I no I get I get mad and I'll yell at someone in traffic and if they mad dog me I'll flip them off mm. I'll get out of the car I've done stupid things really yeah, yeah I carry brass knuckles and Do you? pepper spray and I have a police baton I've I have anger in me, but I would never use them. It's just <laughs> yeah. nice it's to this, have it, them this there. Is that, this is that skater kid that never never grew up? Well, yeah, or when that it does go back to that. Because uh, now Missoula is such a sweet, uh, peaceful town. But when I in the early 90s in high school, everyone just drove around on weekends and looked for fights. And yeah. Dudes in trucks wearing batting gloves would just kind of pick us out because we were skateboarding and and start hitting us it Jeez. doesn't happen much anymore but there there was a time where it's like oh i'm gonna get beat up probably tonight it was yeah. a weird that's weird time. yeah pickup trucks that had rifles in the back but yep. no one was gonna use them they're for hunting i you think know. we came from just the same diff- town yeah yeah it was uh, but i go there now and it's none of that yeah. yeah it's still like that where i come from yeah yeah you yeah. can still find it yeah if i maybe i was putting myself in those positions just yeah. you're, if you're out with your friends driving around at 2 a.m nothing uh wholesome is about to come your yeah way. i remember when i got picked up for drag racing and i went to the judge i had to go in front of a judge right <laughs> and uh he goes nothing good happens after midnight I, those words were like like loomed in the in the chambers like yeah. nothing good happens after midnight. i was like jesus I and i've thought about it my whole life i'm like yeah i've had some good things happen after midnight yeah but after minute when, when am i supposed to let it all hang out yeah, yeah. you gotta let it all little eric clapton oh yeah and we'll be back with some classics and something from cream first the traffic Okay, wait. Your podcast partner, Karen (laughs) Kilgraff. Carol Gariff. Carol. Yeah. Wait, Karen. She has a very popular podcast, My Favorite Murder, and that kind of changed uh, the popularity of Do You Need a Ride? Yeah. For way for the better. She's made it to the big leagues. I'm so impressed. I have so much respect for her. She is. Yeah, she is a podcast tycoon. Mm -hmm. And when I met her, I was just like, Someone said, Have you heard of podcasts? And she's like, Yeah, I think so. And I'm like, Someone (laughs) said you and I should do one. Because her ex-husband used to be a camera guy on this show I worked on. And we just randomly made plans to podcast together long ago. Before and My Favorite Murder? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, they, my gosh. They met. Uh, Georgia was just a, a friend of hers that was a guest on our podcast. And uh, while we drove around, they started talking about true crime and decided Whoa. On, her, on her episode of Do You Need a Ride that they would, yeah, and follow-up meetups. And, you know, I watched it happen to where I was, and that blew up and... I was like, well, I think Karen's maybe going to get too busy. But it never happened. It just sort of 
aided our podcast along, you know, because now those murderinos show up and they're the best people that I don't think would have started coming to my stand-up shows. Otherwise, Mm. I know they wouldn't. And that's always really cool, mostly women that listen to the podcast at work and they're great. It's really lucked out. That's so cool. Yeah, That's awesome. Yeah, it's been great. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Karen. Yeah. I, I thank her all the time. I'm like, thanks for changing my life, friend. <laughs> and if she's the one that I think she is on my favorite murder, she's really, really funny. She's There's really, one of them that's very, very, she's very funny. She's also just like, I'll go off on some weird tangent, and I'm like, I don't even know where I'm going with this, and she'll bail me out. She's <laughs> just good, a good conversationalist. Like mm. she knows how to turn it away from obscurity or weirdness that I'm going down, or just jump on board yeah. and be silly with me. Uh, we've had really ridiculous episodes where we're just singing songs and being <laughs> stupid, and then uh, more serious ones. Uh, it's it's well, both our moms had Alzheimer's around the same time, and at first we were going to do maybe a podcast about that, which would have been a whole different mm-hmm. trajectory. Sure. We still would have been funny talking about that, but I'm glad we took a more lighthearted. It was her idea to be like, let's pick up comics and drive them to the airport. That's a great I'm idea. Like, Perfect. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. steal it. I'm going to steal it. I'll let, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld. I thought stole it. And then I did a little research, and he was doing it before us on something called Crackle. The oh, yeah. The Comedians and Cars Getting Coffee was yeah. around like a year before ours, but I didn't know that. Um, who, who, and we aren't, who? yeah, we don't, uh, we aren't, you know, judgy and pretend. I, it's, <laughs> I, hate Seinfeld. I love him, dude. I, he's one of my heroes, but then I watched yeah. his that show and it's like oh he's got a chip on his shoulder and he's kind of grumpy like a little bit of he'll a be driving around steve martin or or eddie murphy or someone that you'd think oh they're gonna be grumpy and they're like the light-hearted fun one sure it's like seinfeld let's take a moment to realize how lucky you were to have the, yeah. that show mm-hmm. given to you i agree i would <laughs> yeah. i agree with him i love him but like i'm just i like, love him all too. right just pull it back a bit buddy. i love him too but the more i watch that i'm like i don't think he'd like me and i don't ever want nope. to meet him <laughs> nope he you wouldn't know what I mean? he wouldn't like anybody yeah, he wouldn't yeah. like any of us he doesn't he's like hey, i don't like to shake hands like yeah. that whole i don't do that yeah i don't want to say hi why don't I say hi and also i think uh Larry David's like that. When I, I was doing this MTV 70s reality show thing, and I was driving with one of the producers of it, this kid that had like an old vintage Land Cruiser or Range Rover mm-hmm. or something. It was like from the 60s and had a lot of exhaust. And we, we were at a light in Beverly Hills, and we heard this voice, and he's like, just get a new car. Get a new car. Look at the smoke. It's pollution. We're like, what? And it's just Larry David in the <laughs> Prius from the TV show. Oh, my god! Get a new car. Look at the pollution. It's everywhere. It's smoke. No one wants it. Let's get a new car. And he drove off. And we're, that was. Oh, my God. That was a Curb Your Enthusiasm just guy. Boom, boom, boom. Am I in the show right now? Yeah. Oh, God. That's amazing. It was amazing. Because I heard his voice. I'm like. That's going to be Larry David, and it is Larry David. (laughs) Wow. In the car. Like, it was early on uh, when that That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I don't think he'd want to be around me either. Yeah. But I still love him. I learned a long time ago that uh, you uh, you have to learn to separate. You have to be able to like a comic that maybe isn't friendly or that you meet. Because if you base it on them being nice, but there's a lot of nice comics out there that aren't funny at the same time you know Mm -hmm. uh, you know it's it's they you have to learn to separate them otherwise you'd end up 
you know, people are always asking me, like, how's this person? And I'm like, I just don't want to answer because I want you to like that comic. Right, right. Because I like the comic. I just don't want to be around them. Right. You know, there was a lot of that happening when I first moved here. It's like, mm. oh. I feel, um, because I'm not a comic, I feel a little... Uh, nervous when I'm around comedians for the first time, especially ones that I've seen their work work and I've been yeah. like, Oh, I really love their work. But then I meet them and my goal. I've just set this goal is like, I'm just going to be as nice as I can get them uh, everything they need. Just be like easy. Just want this to be an easy operation yeah. for them. Yeah. Don't talk up to them too much. Maybe they got, they want to get in their head. They want to think about things. Sure. Like, because, Otherwise, I think like I've had these moments where I'm like, I don't want to meet this person because I kind of put them on a pedestal. Right. And you don't want to do that. Don't yeah. meet your heroes. Don't meet your heroes. Even if your yeah, heroes it's... are just a comic down the street, like yeah. don't meet them. Yeah. Because it fucking ruins you. Uh, other times, it's always fun to be surprised and have them be yeah the sweetest person ever, like a Sarah Silverman or something where it's like, oh, you're also the nicest. Like there's just people like that too so. that's awesome uh but yeah you gotta learn to like the stand-up of assholes yeah <laughs> don't tell me i'm not looking at you but i love chelsea pretty but i feel like she would not like me or not be nice to me that's oh right. she's the best yeah yeah We're looking at you now and <laughs> and i don't think she likes me either but i she's but that's great. okay with it yeah, yeah. But she does a good she job doesn't of, have to like exactly me. i think yeah. her, her stand-up does a good job though of making like fans be like she probably won't like me and she uh, has like an attitude but that's okay i yeah, I, yeah. I think she's i think her podcast she's used to be amazing. so like, great oh i haven't li- i should it was very fun. I don't, yeah. I don't even know if she does it anymore, but that was one podcast that got yeah. me into like, wow, this is amazing. When is I first, yeah, we did uh, Split Week in San Francisco once, and we had so much fun. And we were friends, but it's been so long. And, mm-hmm. I, you know, if I saw her now, I, she'd probably see me and look away, and I wouldn't bother. You know, it's, yeah. it's also you're just like, mm. you can't be maintain a friendship with everyone. Right. Yeah, you wanted to. You had mentioned something earlier um, about. about uh, he pointed his finger, and she grabbed the finger. I'm here to describe some of the things. Now they're poking each other. She did a ghosty twitty twister. He didn't actually touch his titty. Now she's got oh moose horns, but she put her hands down. Now she looks like a baseball official. It's a play by play. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were gonna ask him a fuck, Mary, kill. <gasps> yes, I oh. wanted to ask you fuck, Mary, or kill, Kimmel. Conan Comedy Central. Oh, K- K- Kimmel's the best. I love him. So you marry him? You don't uh, want to be married, though. You just told us. Uh, well, yeah, you didn't. I'm. I like. I'm attracted to women. You only gave you gave me a TV show and two dudes to have sex with. <laughs> mm-hmm. We know your Atlanta story. So uh, I guess I'll fuck, I'll go to Comedy Central and just stick my dick in the mail slot and be like, why don't you send me more money? And then I'll kill. Conan, because no one will know, because he just Aww. show just got canceled. Uh-huh. Someone has to die. I don't, uh, did it get canceled? Or did no, he, he just quit. I think they're going to do like a podcast. Yeah, he's doing some HBO of, thing, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. and uh, fired a bunch of my friends from being writers from it, so kill him. And uh, Kimmel, what do I, marry him. Yeah, yeah. yeah he'd be fun to be married Why do you too? like Kimmel he's so much? Got, yeah, he's just great. He used to date Sarah Silverman, and they she'd have these parties, and he'd be there just with an apron giving people hors d'oeuvres, and He's just fucking nice. He nice just seems nice. I like things he says. I feel like he is on the right side of politics and he's, he's a compassionate person. And one time, Sarah gave Tig, I think, a bunch of... She got all new bedding and furniture and gave Tig the old stuff and Tig gave it to me. And so I got like a nice down comfort. <laughs> I still use it. It's like 
all the stuff like a nice duvet and because i had shitty please bring that bedding. up when you see sarah again like, well i you know i've got your duvet. well the funny thing was yeah i don't even know that well i yeah i did warm up on her uh uh, this God, God love, I love you, America. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually went to a, it was a so lot of taping good. of that. Yeah, it, yeah, it was I, great. And I wasn't doing warm up. No, no, it was probably Jimmy Pardo. It was. Yeah, it was Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah he, he did it more than me, but uh, for a while I was doing it. Uh, but no, uh, she's the best. And they, of course, aren't a couple anymore. But uh, he, when that happened, I was again at a light instead of this time. I heard a. Little light tapping. It wasn't Larry David, but it was Kim. Am I a name droppy guy? No, no, you guys. I brought it up. up. And he rolled down the window. He's like, How do you like the the bedspread? And I was like, What? The the duvet. I'm like, Oh, it's great. He's like, All right, see ya. He he, I don't even know they knew my name. He knew I was Tig's roommate at the time. And he's like, Knew that I ended up with the bedding. He drives away. He was like, Honk, honk. Hey. On his way, like the El Capitan was yeah, right going to, to the show. right. Yeah, he's going to go to work to be the biggest guy on TV. And he's like, oh, I have to say, how do you like the good thumbs up? Great. Then you and go they home drove and off. It's like with the duvet. Like, yeah, Jimmy yeah. loves us. Yeah, pulls Jimmy, into the I'm going to kill him or fuck him. I don't know which. <laughs> what a nice man. I'm going to kill him or fuck him in this very bed. <laughs> And then, I'll marry, and then I'll marry Sarah Silverman. Oh, she'd be fun. Yeah. He, he pulls into the El Capitan. She's like, great. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how the song goes. Uh, there is a YouTubeable moment where yes. it shows the, the guy. Uh, uh, I think he's doing that song. I don't know. It's some guy that's like riffing just stuff. And it's the theme song. That's from the great. Show. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I think Sarah is an example of what it really, really truly is to be like woke, you know, in quotes, because I like how she calls out. She'll even call out like some liberal stuff or some Democrat yeah. stuff. And like I watched one of her, her podcasts and her like kind of be like, hell yeah, I'm a socialist in this way, but also like get it together, Democrats. And yeah. I'm like, that is truly what like a woke mind looks like. And yeah. I, I, I love her. She is like really intelligent and inspiring just from like a, a philosophical it, point of view. Yeah. And if you really care about what's going on, you gotta, uh, cause I am, I was raised by very liberal, uh, borderline socialist parents mm-hmm. but you have to uh since we're so divided i feel like try and imagine someone's thought like even a fiscally conservative person i just try and understand where they're coming from otherwise you're deciding you can't get along with half the country you know yeah. it's right, like right. it's kind of a grim stance to take and so i think she's really good at like seeing even when she says get it together Democrats or whatever she's saying that on behalf of other people that are listening that yeah. Like, yeah and yeah. it's needed I see comments that yeah. are like this is so refreshing because yeah. yeah I feel like it's been it. we all feel sometimes like we can't say anything against our yeah. own party and then it's like someone says it and it's like okay but she says it in such a good way that- yeah yeah I, my, my dad's very liberal and I, he golfs with this Trumpy guy and he's a sweet guy I, I like him but he's a you know an ex-cop in Missoula and they just golf together but I know that he is a conservative person and my dad he's really good at like uh having just discussions where it's like well you think 
that and i i feel i've have you ever thought of it this way like mm-hmm. they have pretty calm mm-hmm. they're also just like let's change the subject in golf he i i think he probably just doesn't usually talk politics with him uh, yeah, but meanwhile i'm c- canceling people on my <laughs> instagram that even leave a comment that really? say all lives matter or whatever i'll like get them get out of my just fucking block, life yeah. yeah that's how i've been do you and, get people commenting that on your on your instagram uh, every like? once in a while if something is shared some weirdo gets on there you know, someone that it doesn't follow you mm-hmm. and they'll do some hate speech and i'll cut them out just you know, block block that's yeah, what i always wonder a bunch of people so that's what do you like curate your own like so you're not afraid to basically take pe- people off your social media from yeah. comments and stuff well now like, they stay away because it's like it's mostly supportive nice podcast mm-hmm. people and so they're like well i'm gonna be the one person out of 40 to be a dick here yeah. i'll just leave it alone yeah mm. that's yeah. cool yeah yeah well this wonderful man has given us a lot of time <laughs> yes you have given us a lot of time oh yeah we wow. love you uh we want you to tell and people, I you oh thank you uh we want you to tell, i love you do you really though i just say it all yeah. the time i you just about fucking you. say it yeah like yeah i i thought i've been talking about it on stage that my friend these guys i skate with one of them so i was like love you man and i'm always like i always put i in there and i'm like i love you too wow that sounds <laughs> weird i just skate with this guy but his thing is to say love you man now not and you have to say it back thanks that's yeah. it appreciate yeah. it but i think that's oh yeah you too man uh, you you too man i think is the way to yeah go. yeah yeah i care about you i don't know if we love each other but i, yeah. I actually i do care about you it's like a, a demo if i said that to him though he might be bummed out so i just kind of go i can't hear and i <laughs> try to dive down a manhole or something <laughs> you love me traffic <laughs> just dive into traffic that's uh maybe that's what i do in relationships oh, too but yeah thank you for your time thank you for, tell us where people can see you where they can follow you yeah uh, I, uh, any yeah. specials you have online yeah I got a special called Rescue Cactus I've got an album called the Rescue Cactus album coming out on the 3rd of August and it is uh, pretty much the other show I recorded that night oh. just the audio and a lot of stuff I forgot about how much we didn't put in the special but yeah 10-20% of it is will be memorable from the special but it's it's a nice accompaniment and uh and I think more people will see it because it's kind of hard when you're buried in Instagram. Anyway, uh, Rescue Cactus album is coming out on 800 Pound Gorilla on the 3rd of August. And I'm on Instagram, Chris underscore Fairbanks. Twitter, Chris Fairbanks. Also, ChrisFairbanks.com. I'm working on a website. That'll be really fun to have a new website. Don't go to it now. I won't be done yet. I got to go to Montana and fix it with my friend. We're going to tinker and I'll have the best website ever. You just wait in a little over a month. ChrisFairbanks.com. And there will be links to all the other shit I talked about a minute ago. That's been so long, you forgot what it was. As long as tour dates are there. Oh, yeah. Got to have dates. Yep. I'm going to have dates. I'm going to have pictures of women I've dated. <laughs> tour dates. A, yeah, it's literally very, tour dates. Two categories, dates and dates. <laughs> One will be my comedy. The other will be awkward. <laughs> Twitter. Twitter. Uh, what's it called? Yeah, I don't. <laughs> oh, Tinder? Tinder, yeah, oh. sure. Ah, what a... Twitter, swipe, what are you? Swipe, swipe swipe right on Twitter. And it just ended up liking some pun <laughs> that someone wrote. <laughs> Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, it's going to... Yeah, I'll, yeah. we'll talk after this. I don't know what to have on my website. Yeah. Videos. Contact information, please. Maybe not to you, but just your management. It's so hard sometimes yeah. to get... Like, people need to have clear contact information. Yes. Damn it. Yes, that is true. Oh, why am I stressed? Maybe Ugh. some merch? 
So yeah, let's make some t-shirts. Mm-hmm. Look at this mug. We'll make some mugs. Well, I believe in you. I got some merch. I, I believe in you too. Mm-hmm. I actually love you. Oh. I love you. Uh, you too, man. <laughs> manhole. <laughs> Diving down a manhole. Thanks for being here today, man. You're oh, great. thank you for coming. All over the place. This is disgusting. I love it. <laughs> Thank you for coming. Off. Thank you for jizzing all over the damn place. I told you so. He's the coolest. He's really funny and great and wonderful. And you can just tell he's got this infectious sort of charm. I know. He's so sweet. Yeah. He made us coffee and we never got to drink it. Yeah. Well, Chris, he, he, he by the time you're listening to this, kind of, is the coffee still on the pot? Yeah. He made the coffee, but then never followed up to say like, here it is. Yeah. He just said, I'll put coffee on. And we saw did. him make the coffee. Yeah. But then he's like, you're not going to get to drink it. Right. That's for me later. And for his, po- I mean, I, I may be giving away too much, but for people that love his podcast and if he does blue apron ads, you guys, he really does make blue apron at home. I saw the little <laughs> like sheets and we talked about it. So such he's a, a man of his word. Such a rad dude. He really is. Please Thank make you, sure Chris. you go follow him. And if he's coming to your city, yes. go check him out because it is one of those things that you just can't even describe outside of like a really interesting comedy experience. Yeah. And he showed us some of his acting stuff after. And I feel like he's such a good actor. I could, I want to see good. him in many different No, he was in that too. short, he was in that commercial and he showed it to us and I was like, wow, you're really good. I, I told, it's totally believable. Not like a, there's a comedian and he yeah. just happens to act. He's like, he's an actor. What a talented man. <laughs> I mean it. I really do. I have great I, respect I, for I him. I think you do mean it. Yeah. So uh, we just want to thank Chris Fairbanks and thank you, mm-hmm. all of you thank who you are so out much. there being you. Yeah. Uh, Way to be yourself. Yeah. Thank God for that. Don't be anyone else. Ever. Right. And until the next that, time yeah. we see you, be you and then be you and, and see ya. Don't smoke dope. Also, bye bye. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question, or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.